on today's episode of Life and Times. Hello, and welcome back to Life and Times of Quentin. All right, so on today's episode, we have a wonderful guest, Colin Mitchell. He is a self-starter, a businessman, started his company out of his own uh, bedroom with his wife. He comes from humble beginnings, and I really found his story fascinating due to just overcoming adversity was the biggest thing that I felt a lot of us, we can take away from his story, but not just that, but his ability to help people despite his adversity. He grew and he was able to take the knowledge that he had, and now he's trying to help other people as he goes along. His philosophy from ADC, always be closing to ABH, always be helping, I feel like it's something that we all need to hear because it's very important. Uh, this episode, the title or a working title, as I was thinking about it um, over the last week, uh, the power of giving, um, especially during times like these, giving is so important. So without further ado, uh, here's the episode with Colin Mitchell. So hi, um, welcome to the ninth episode of Life and Times with Quentin. I am so happy to have you here. Um, I was really inspired. I was reading about you. Um, you were talking about your start. You started in a one-bedroom apartment coming from, you know, not having a lot, which a lot of people can relate to, not having a lot to going to the top. And still, even when you kind of got to the top, uh, the ABH, I was really fascinated by the ABH to ABC, always be helping to always be, um, you know, giving and stuff. So tell me, like, what, where did you get your start at? Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, I started really, you know, I grew up pretty poor, obviously, uh, as you mentioned, and, you know, raised by a single mom with, you know, three brothers. And, you know, my mom did the best she could. She had to work, you know, to provide for us and we had to be resourceful. So um, through that, you know, a lot of experiences in, in, in really um, fostering grit and resilience, you know, really have helped me uh, in, in business. Um, but you know, I didn't go to a fancy college. I didn't go to college at all. I frankly barely made it through high school. Um, and I got my first opportunity as a, as a, at a sales job, you know, cold calling over the phone, selling products to people that, you know, they could frankly buy these products from just about, you know, there was lots of options for them. Um, I got a script, you know, a very brief training. I had a phone, I had a, you know, there was no fancy tools. The CRM was held together by duct tape and it was really just make as many calls and outwork, you know, the competition. And that's really where I got my start. And I didn't have experience. I didn't have education. I didn't have a lot, but I had, uh, I was hungry to make it. I was hungry to, you know, not be poor. I was hungry to, you know, build something and make it into more of a career path. And from there, I was able to work my way up to the top very quickly. Um, and I was guaranteed, you know, kind of a manager position there. It didn't work out, um, but I was thankful and grateful for the opportunity that they gave me, um, which landed me a VP of sales position at another company, doing the same thing, but running a team, learning more in business. And eventually got to the point where I said, I think we can do this on my own. And 
Um, we started our first business, uh, my wife and I, in our one bedroom apar apartment. You know, our expenses were low. Um, and you know, we just got to work and it was, you know, a lot of 12, 14 hour days, putting in the work, trying to do things different. Um, and that's kind of where things shifted because before I was really taught this hard closing and, and really just, you know, trying to get the sale and not really caring too much about people, but just getting the deal, getting the profit, earning the commission. Um, and that's where I really shifted into just like, Hey, it's always be helping, always be serving and the profit and success will come and follow when you really stick to that mindset. Yeah, I definitely have to agree because um, I had one thing, but I want to say this. I feel like it's more important to focus on the customer. Um, I've, I have some also some like customer service background, helping people and stuff. And when I feel like when you're really focusing on the customer, helping somebody, the money, I feel like naturally the money is going to come to you. The goodness, the positivity, all of the good things will come to you when you really focus on the giving instead of receiving because if you're always receiving 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 i feel like that's just negative um but i wanted to say i think that was really uh interesting what you were saying earlier about uh that hustle and that grit because for an entrepreneur um i love entrepreneurs and people like that because the job is not a it's not a by the book job it's the kind of job that you kind of have to buckle down and you have to focus because anybody, everybody, we all have dreams. We all have thoughts. We all have ideas, but I feel like it takes a certain kind of person to sit down and really focus and put, take your idea and turn it into fruit, turn it into fruition and actually make something of that. So I know obviously, you know, being in the best, not the best standards or, or you know, growing up poor um, was one thing that helped you to want to get out. And I also think that's great because sometimes when when you're in a certain environment, you can kind of become conditioned. And I, I love people who also kind of break out of that condition instead of being like, hey, I could just stick here. You know, you had dreams to go outside of the box. So my question now is, I thought I'd say this, was there anybody like a person like when you were growing up that you looked up to that inspired you? Um, you know, that's a, that's an interesting question. And the answer is no. I mean, there really wasn't, I didn't have good role models in my life. Like my real father was not around and was in and out of prison and up to no good. Um, and I think honestly, the thing that made me want to kind of break that pattern and, and do better and have a better life was really just it was almost like I just didn't want to be like my father. I wanted to be different. I wanted to do better. I wanted to prove that I could, you know, not follow that path. And that alone is kind of what took me so far. And since then, I mean, you know, I have a life that I could never dream of having. I definitely have to say that's very um, inspiring because like I said, a lot of people, whether it be you're in the worst situation. Hey guys, if you're enjoying the show so far and would like to hear more fun stories and episodes from me, go to anchor.fm slash life and times with Quentin and there's a support show button you can click on and donate whatever you can. I appreciate you guys and thank you so much. 
situation, you can kind of get conditioned. And also too, uh, for the many people who may not have a father around or a mother, um, it's always good that you can see above the fact that your parents aren't around. Because sometimes um, situations, things may happen and you know, you have to fend for yourself. You have to think for yourself. And I think that's really inspiring for the younger generation. Oh, yeah. Where I mean, it, it makes you, you got to be resourceful from early, you know, early on. It, it, you you got to grow up a little bit faster. Um, and, and there's a lot of learning lessons that came out of not, not having that. And, you know, I wouldn't change any of that stuff because it's made me who I am today. And then it's also crafted my values, you know, like, I'm very, you know, busy and pretty successful in business, but being successful in business is not all that success is to me. You know, being able to wake up early, go to work, do my job and be home early to have dinner with my kids, to have some time to play with them, to read books, to tuck them in bed like that. Those are the things that I value more than just like financial success. Yeah, I think that's really also important, too. Uh, you kind of have to find a good, like, work-life balance. Um, balancing your work and your life, um, don't do too much one or the other, because eventually one's going to slip. So when you were talking about business, I thought that brought up my next question. Were there any failures looking back that you feel like now you feel like was good or helped you or you learned something from them? Oh yeah. I mean, I, you know, you can, you can view, I don't even like to call them failures, right? I like to look at them as, as learning lessons, right? Because they're part of the path of, of wherever you're going. Um, you know, so there's many times that, you know, uh, things that we tried didn't work out. You know, I've, you know, I'll give you a couple of examples. You know, my first business that we started eight years ago, which we bootstrapped to a $5 million company in 26 months, you know, our industry was changing. More things were going online. They had more options to buy. Margins were becoming thinner. Some of the products that we sold were no longer as a high of demand. And so we knew we had to diversify that business to survive. So there was different services and different offerings and different paths that we went down. And most of those failed miserably. But being willing to take that risk, being willing to try something new, and, you know, which is what took us to the things that did succeed. Um, you know, so there were certain services that we tried that we spent lots of money on. We hired, you know, uh, specific salespeople, specific roles around that offering, hired consultants, training, marketing dollars. I mean, we're talking tens of thousands of dollars of investment and a lot of time for something that just didn't work out. And, you know, a lot of people might let that that could put you out of business or you could make, you know, make you want to give up. Um, but it was part of the path of just continuing to trudge forward um, and really, you know, experience what true grit and resilience are in a business environment, um, which led us to a service that started another business that's super successful and, and, and is more than what I could have imagined. Um, and my last question is what for the younger generation um, coming up behind you, I like to ask um, different yeah. people in business, what is one thing that you could like give to them as a takeaway um, just coming up uh, in the industry that you're coming up in? Because the world is obviously much different a year ago than it is mm -hmm. now. And maybe a year ago from now, it'll be much different. 
but what is one thing you could like a piece of advice that you could give them? Yeah. I mean, for anybody that's, you know, younger thinking about starting a business has a passion, has something, you know, a skill that they're good at, just go for it. You know, just take the risk, take the chance, whatever that looks like. If it's moving back home to lower your expenses, if it's cutting back on your cost, if it's working nights, working weekends until you can get your business off the ground, whatever it is, go for it. Because a lot of people can get stuck in that planning mode of thinking they have to have the perfect plan or the perfect offer or the perfect business. And there's no such thing as having that perfect whatever it is that you think. It's more just getting started and figuring it out as you go. And the best learning lessons are going to come from experience and through failure. Um, I have to say that is definitely a really great thing. I love the fact that you said uh, not being stuck in the planning mode because time, I feel like COVID has really taught us time is of the essence and you can't sit in one particular mode hoping that it will kind of work out. You just have to go for it. And if it fails, it fails. And if it does well, great, but at least you try. So um, is there anywhere uh, for the uh, last words, anywhere that people can find you, social media? Yeah, hundred percent. So I'd say LinkedIn's probably my platform of choice. You can find me on there, Colin Mitchell, C-O-L-L-I-N. Last name's Mitchell. Um, I also have a podcast myself. You can check me out on all the platforms. It's Monster Chats. Um, and then we're also launching another uh, podcast with my co-founder, Chris, of SalesCast. You can check us out at salescast.co. And we are launching a new podcast called SalesCast. Okay. All right. So thank you so much, sir. And you have a great day. And thank you for joining. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right, guys, that's my episode for today. Thank you so much for joining me on the ninth episode of Life and Times with Quentin. I have a wonderful guest rounding out for the 10th episode. Can't wait for you guys to hear them. Have a great week. And until next time, guys.